Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, women in the field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, community emergency response training member, a FEMA certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Change is unavoidable, but transformation is a really a conscious choice. Our goal is to inspire, grow, and basically bring women across the globe together, collaboratively to let our voices heard in so many issues and challenges we women are facing today. And also successes, we wanna talk about that as well, whether in business, professionally, and also personally at home. We wanna hear their stories, we wanna hear their voices, you know, uplifting stories, finding through challenges, propelling to success. Women, as we all know, are born natural healers with unique things than our male counterparts. We are born natural leaders. Heck, we're living the, we're the living species, right? ultimately responsible for the human next generation. Yes, we are the catalyst, change agents. I think it's fair to, uh, to say that proclamation. But humans who are born with imperfection also. So therefore, we need to stay, grow, learn, rise together. All right, guys, apa kabar? Selamat pagi, buenos dias, bonjour, all of that. Good morning. Happy to be here with you all. And certainly, we can learn a lot from some of the journeys of this fascinating woman. Unleash your mind. Unleash your world. Super excited today as you can see with our lovely guest this morning with me all the way from Virginia. Before I introduce her, I also want to uh, insert this. I know that they, they all told me to insert this uh, information that we talk podcast since it's relaunching. We have been flooded by emails like yes from many incredible women across the globe. So I'm just amazed at all the response. So I'm very, very grateful. Talking about incredible women, we have a very special, lovely guest, like I said, who is joining us this morning. Uma Alexandra Bipat of Lotus Wellness Center, all the way from Virginia. Now her belief is in the power of self-healing and analysis. And she empowers also her clients to seek truth 
for themselves and mentors them to achieve all of the freedom from the world to stand boldly in their authenticity. And she also provides classes in spiritual development and energy healing at her center in Northern Virginia. Hi, my dear. How Hi. are you? I'm great. How's the weather over there in Virginia? Oh, thank you. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's very cold. So, yeah. It's very cold in Virginia. Well, um, Southern California has it all, you know, raining and sunny skies right now today. Good to have you on our show, my dear. Let's thank get you. started. Um, you have quite an impeccable accomplishment. So I like to start the show instead of reading a long bio that has all of your accolades and accomplishments. I want to hear your story. The story that you have, your personal journey that have taken, taken you where you are basically today, the turns, peaks and valleys, which all I can imagine shape you to where you are and, you know, arrive to where you are. And uh, how did you respond to these challenges? Wow, that's a, a very loaded question. I love it. But thank you for asking me. Um, Absolutely. We have to get it out there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's. It's interesting. So for those of you that are following along that don't know me, my name is Uma and I own Lotus Wellness Center. I also own Lotus Signature Massage School. I'm a published author, a spiritual teacher, and an intuitive consultant. Um, it took a while to get here, I will say, but it's been an interesting journey so far. And what I do in my life personally is what I share with my clients and my students and with you guys about how to kind of get this kind of magic, this mojo to flow in your life. So I am British born. I was born in London, but I grew up in Guyana, South America. I came from South America, a third world country. Uh, we are a very poor country. But thankfully, my family is what you guys would call middle class, okay? Um, we did well for ourselves there. I really, you know, uh, I wanted to get out of my country <laughs> like everybody else. I just, um, growing up in Guyana was wonderful. I love my Guyanese heritage. You know, I just love where I came from. But I have to be honest and say I had my own situations I had to deal with. I was sexually molested as a young age. Um, by a distant family me member. And it was one of those things that started to turn me kind of like a lot of people who go through sexual abuse. You just kind of start to see the negative in life or just see things differently. And because this happened to me around age eight, it started to change me for the worst. Wow. So I went through, yeah, my own struggles with alcohol, drugs, sexual abuse, um, because one of the ways that women deal is either you completely shut down sexually or you go on the flip side and you become very promiscuous. I was that girl. I went to the other side so of- the outlet, right. You were seeking the outlet out of that. Yeah, all, all, all the way through. And you know, I just was in a very negative place. I think a lot of women especially can identify with that when things don't go the way you want it to go in life and then you start to just, become pessimistic or negative, you know, and just go down that road. But the funny thing was, was I was manifesting since I was a young girl. I didn't know that that's what they call it now, but I didn't know that. All I knew is that I wanted a way out. I wanted something different. So at the time I was religious, I was on the Christian path. And I have to say that because I've been in all several uh, religious paths throughout my lifetime. I was on the Christian path. So I used to pray. And I would pray and pray and pray and just pray for a change, pray for a different life. Um, I would actually pray for a husband too. I would pray for, you know, but I wasn't looking at it like a husband to take care of me. I just wanted like a best friend, you know, someone who I could 
talk to and, and work with. Yeah, right. like a companion, a partner in life. Yeah. So it's interesting about the power of prayer and intentions and manifesting. It works. Uh, what was really great is when I graduated high school, uh, my father and my mom didn't really think it was necessary for me to go to college. I really wanted to go to college and I wanted to go to college in America. So I kept doing research on how to get to, to America to go to college and I picked out my colleges that I really wanted to go to. But I was not a resident or a citizen or I didn't you know anything about how to do that. But it's funny about the power of prayer. My grandmother who lived in New Jersey was a citizen and she sent for us is what you would say. She sent for us and we got our green cards exactly when I graduated high school. So it was just seemingly easy. I just got to move from Guyana into America and I was in college for four years and got a bachelor's and a master's and um, continued along my life. The funny thing is, is owning a wellness center, a metaphysical wellness center, being a spiritual teacher, people always wanna know, well, did you, have this plan for yourself when you were younger. No, I just wanted to live a good life. <laughs> you know, it's, um, I wanted yeah. to be happy and joyful and I wanted to be married. I wanted to be in love. I wanted everything everybody wants, but life has a funny way of taking you from where you think you should be and putting you where you need to be. Right. And Absolutely. when I was, right. And when I was 30, um, I've always been psychic and intuitive. You know, I see dead people, that famous line from the movie. Uh, I've seen them and interacted with spirits since I was a little girl. And when I turn 30, I usually hear the voices in my head, which I make fun of. I tell people either I'm schizophrenic or a really great medium, right? Um, right. <laughs> and uh, people would, you know, would, would joke with me about it. But when I turned 30, I, I didn't hear a voice inside of my head. It was outside. It was in my bedroom next to me. And all I heard was... The time for playing is over. It's time to work. And wow. I had no idea what that meant. Yeah. And I said, okay. And I got up like almost on autopilot and I got down on my knees and I just said, I know nothing. Teach me everything. Teach and me everything. That's this what, is what you are. Well, you have the book Awaken Life. Is that uh, what? Okay. That's where it, it driven from, from that moment. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Where I talk about that, uh, about that book, as well as I also noticed on your bio, you hold some 40 plus certification. I do. Some metaphysical studies include certified hyp hypnotist, past life regression therapist, and Tisa healer, access bars facilitator, Ricky master, um, also that, aromatherapist, Hatha yoga, yoga, yeah. uh, turning you got to have to tell us about that. You're also a certified life coach, obviously, and right. angel tarot reader, psychic medium, um, and et cetera. You've got a quite lineup of accomplishment there. I want to congratulate you. And also <laughs> from another author, you know, my dear, you are just an inspiration. So tell us about your book and also right. the, uh, the walk that you had to go through, the journey that you had to go through, through all of this, uh, arriving with all of this process um, of getting certification and then process of yourself. Right, so, thank you. you know, so, so, it's interesting because a lot of people um, look at all the certifications I have and I had one woman ask me, what was the point of all of that? Are you like a master, jack of all trades, master right. of none? And I was like, no. I get that all the time too. It's like, why certification? Go right. tell us how you feel about that. 
<laughs> you know, I've just always been following spirit ever since I was a little girl, right? I've always been following spirit. So I hear them, see them, talk to them as, as real as I am talking to you. That's how real it is for me. So it just kind of went from one to the next, to the next, to the next. Basically, uh, when I turned 30, my marriage was on the rocks. I will preface it with, he's a great guy. We're still good friends. He's a great father, but we just were not good romantically together or as a couple. And when I turned 30, we were just having a lot of problems. I knew we were coming to an end. And when I, I heard this message in my ear from spirit, it was in January, 2008, I'll never forget. And then they said, you know, the time for playing is over. It's time to work. I said, teach me everything. Like, what do you want me to do, spirit? Where do you want me to go? How best can I serve? And that's my, my big thing to everybody who's watching this. Don't follow blindly what you feel you need to follow. Ask within, either ask spirit, ask God, ask the universe, or just ask yourself, whatever your belief system is, what's the best way I can serve? And spirit brought it to my attention. Within yeah. yourself, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like to respect everybody's beliefs. Some people believe in God. Some people believe in the universe. Some people don't believe in any of that. They believe in themselves. And that's why I say, ask. What, whatever your belief system is, whether you ask yourself or God or the universe, you just ask. And they will come back with an answer, right? For me, uh, back in uh, January 2008, I got this sudden urge. And that's the one thing you have to do is follow these urges you get. After you do an ask, you follow your urges. And I got this sudden urge to clean up my office area. And in cleaning up, I found a scholarship. Now, when I, was, uh, when I graduated college with my master's degree, I wanted to volunteer for a year. So I did AmeriCorps. I volunteered as an HIV prevention specialist. What that basically means was I was put in inner city Philadelphia, and I had to test people's blood. I was a phlebotomist. I had to test their blood for HIV. And then this young 19-year-old girl had to counsel people who had HIV positive. I worked with prostitutes. I worked with LGBTQ community in sex education and in how to, you know, have good sexual health. So for a year of service, they don't pay you. What they do is they give you a scholarship. And the scholarship was for about $10,000 and I had to use it in 2008. I found it right in January, 2008. And I had to use it. If I didn't use it, I was going to lose it. So that was, it's almost, like a, yeah. it's almost like a pivot point at that time in your life. And you go, Oh my gosh, aha moment. Lots of aha moments. So I said to spirit, thank you for this. You want me to go back to school, but what for? Right. Because I, I had a master's in healthcare management, a bachelor's in food nutrition. So I'm like, why would I go back to school? Well, that same day, I got a mailer about massage school. I saw an ad on TV, a commercial for massage school. And then I talked to a friend who said, you know, you're such a good massage therapist. Like, you should become a massage therapist. And I was like, okay, that's three signs. So, <laughs> right? That's so true. I, called, I called a school that's like about 40 minutes away from me. They said, oh, come in on Wednesday. We, we'll have an orientation. So I went in with my husband at the time. We walked around the school and, you know, I was nervous. I'm like, I have two children under the age of four. My marriage is on the rocks. What am I going to do? I'm not working. Uh, you know, I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. But guess what? I went in on Wednesday. Classes are only on the weekends when my husband was off of work so he could stay home with the kids. And it cost exactly what the tuition was that I had. I didn't have to pay anything. I just gave them the scholarship. It covered it. 
And guess what? School was starting on Friday, January 19, 2008. I remember because it was on my 30th birthday, I started massage school. Just like that. Just Everything. like that. It all falls into the perfect places. When you ask to the universe, to the spirit, then they respond back. Yeah. And that's why when people tell me that they're trying to do the spiritual work, be a spirit, because I do coaching, I do a lot of coaching and I have a lot of people who want to be a healer or a psychic or a medium or, you know, an owner of a center like me, but they hit all these problems. And I try to tell them if, if you're hitting problems, this may not be the path for you because when you're meant to do something, the whole universe just opens up for you. It's easy. And after I, I graduated, I got a job at Massage Envy before I graduated massage school. Like it just, again, another lineup. And then I graduated, I took the exam, I passed, and I already was working full time at, you know, Massage Envy doing what I love. It's just so, flowing perfectly, flowing like a river. Uh, I opened Lotus Wellness Center in March, 2009, you know, cause I, I was working January 2009 at Massage Envy. And then I opened it from my home. I just had a little room in my house. I always tell, those of you who are spiritual entrepreneurs live within your means. Okay. Don't do this whole, like put yourself in debt. I did not do any of that. I just had a little room in my house. I would see clients around my children's nap schedules around my husband's schedule. Right. And around my work schedule, I took like one or two clients a week. I, I just loved doing what I did. And then but finally, work within your resources, what, what, whatever that you have, basically. Don't go into debt, I think, is a very, very wise and smart advice. I, never I, I cannot tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, 10 years in, I've never taken a business loan. Never. Good for you. I don't believe in that, too, as a matter of fact. You're, you're the very rare people that I talk to. I mean, um, I don't believe in it. I just said, you know, yeah. this is, if you want to do something financially, Emotionally, you're ready, you will be ready, and then don't go into debt. And that is a wise suggestion, wise I've advice. I've never what? believed, Absolutely. and my father, yeah, my father taught me that. He taught me two things yes. that were very important. One, handle your debt every month. By the end of the month, you should be able to wipe your debt. And if you can't, then you're living outside of your means. And then two, he said, if you love what you do for work, then it's not work. So that was my driving okay. force. You know, and I was like, I, I want to love what I do. So it's not work. So I will tell, uh, tell you guys that if you are starting up a business, you will work very, very hard. I worked three jobs, 2009. I worked at Massage Envy. I worked at another private spa and then I worked my own business. I rarely slept. Okay. We ate like ramen noodles every night for dinner. <laughs> it was so crazy. <laughs> we did. You know, people thought I was vegetarian in 2009. I was <laughs> I couldn't afford meat. <laughs> yeah, no. no, I think it wasn't intentional. It was not was intentional. People are like, oh, you're so spiritual. No, I just can't afford meat. Because every, every dime I made, every dollar I made, I put it right back into business. Okay. And that's what Absolutely. I want to do. Like you put everything back in your business. And Absolutely. I have a business plan. And you know, when you do your business plan, you do your projections for three years out. And I did that. But by that first year, I was doing so well that I was able to leave the other two jobs. And December 2009, I had a dream on a Friday night. I'll never forget. And in the dream, it was a symbolic dream. So it had like eggs and the eggs cracking. And, but I knew the meaning when I woke up. I went into work the next day, Saturday, and I handed in my two weeks resignation. And, you know, the people at Massage Envy are like, are you sure? Do you want to quit? You know, and I said, yeah. 
and my friends knew I had Lotus Wellness Center, but they were like, are you making enough to survive? And I said, technically not yet, <laughs> but I had this dream. Spirit's advising me again, it's time to let go of the other ones. And I, I need to focus only on Lotus. And that's what I did. And then come 2010, it just kind of blew up. So I wow. would, in keeping with stay, living within your means, those of you that are spiritual entrepreneurs, let me tell you, I worked from my basement of my house. I graduated from that one bedroom to my entire basement in my house. And I was there for five years. Um, and it wasn't until 2014 that I finally decided to rent commercial property. And the reason for that was again, because of spirit, because one day I was doing a class in my basement and I was looking outside, you know, the cars coming in. And then I realized I had 20 cars lining my street for this class. And I, and I, and spirit brought me the knowledge, you know, you need to really get a commercial space because your neighbors are going to start complaining after a while. You're having too many people. And then in my basement, we had everybody crouching up on one another, you know, the, the popularity grew. And again, it grew because of the, the excellence of my work. And that's what I'm going to tell you guys too. It's if you're really good at what you do, you don't have to worry about Facebook ads and Instagram follow unfollow. You just got to do and your light will shine and people will talk about you and then their friends will come see you. I mean, it's just an amazing story, right? So 2014, it's a, it's a, oh, I'm sorry. It's a word of mouth, basically. It's what you do. It's what uh, the credibility of what your work is all about. Um, I am all for that, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, you know, when you, when you become a big name in the community, you get all sorts of people that want to sell you something. And in the 10 years, I've had so many salespeople come through, you know, here, let me, I don't even know, like boost your website or grow your Instagram following or attract people to you or build your <laughs> I know. I'm Oh like, my I'm God. Good. So many of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. If, you know, I do good work. I love what I do. And I think that will speak for itself. And it did. It did over the years. Business, you know, it's a traditional business with all the digital technology now these days. I know it, it can grow. If you use it, using it uh, correctly, it can grow exponentially basically but then i mean it, it is a traditional business that i believe in i'm an old school too just like you um yeah. if you do a great work you've got your own little circle of community i mean it can grow you know by word of mouth that's the most effective advertising not even a dime that <laughs> can grow right <laughs> it sounds like it is, yeah it sounds like it's a passion from um you know driven from a long time and then you know you've got of course your support system with the spirit um, and it becomes a money-making career, you know, all of these things. But you have jumped, you know, hooped, so many hoops and everything to arrive where you are today. And then that, and every time you do that, it becomes stronger and stronger and you become more solid and seeking, transforming yourself and then say, okay, this is exactly what I want, where I want to be, you know, yeah. this, is, this is it right here, right? And well, then so you continue on for the next years, right? 2014 now. Take us yeah. back there. It's crazy because one of the things that I get asked a lot in the line of work that I do is what is my spiritual path? What is my purpose? What's my purpose in life? And I tell people all the time, I know my purpose in life, but when you ask me about my path, I have no clue. And that's what you need to do. You need to be in flow. And what I mean by that is don't have a set destination of where you want to end up. I never had a set destination of owning a wellness center, owning a massage school, being a published author, being featured on so many radio right. shows, TV shows. Like I didn't have any of that in my mind. I just said, 
how can I serve? And I wake up every morning saying, how can I serve? Where can I serve? Who can I serve? And all the opportunities start to come up. I don't think I'm at the end of my game. I think I'm now beginning. You know, it's like I've done the wellness center in the school. And people are like, are you going to have that for the rest of your life? I don't know. Possibly, possibly not. You know, um, come 2020, I might change my mind and say, I don't want to own a massage school anymore. I don't want to own a wellness center anymore. I just want to be an author or a speaker. But the beauty of that is that I don't lock myself in. And that's the best advice I can give you guys is like, don't lock yourself in. Just be a la- like, be willing to flow and be willing to go where the current takes you, okay? And that's how you stay in the joy. I'll tell you right now, I don't do anything out of obligation. That's why it's hard for me to have friends because you know, like when you're friends with people, if they invite you to dinner, then you're supposed to invite them for dinner. I don't do any of that. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. It's like, you know, if you want to invite me to dinner, right? Right. I don't, I don't live in obligations at all. I hate it. I hate obligations. I live in the power of joy and in the power of love. So if I want to do something, I'll do something. If I, if I, Nikki, if I'm like, I want to buy you a gift, I'm going to buy you a gift. I'm not going to worry about you have to reciprocate or you should like, I just don't do any of that. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to give something that you don't ask, you don't expect it in return the same way I am as well, because it, it gives you a very uh, flowing, um, um, you know, that, that genuine inside your body. And then you, you love to give, so you give, but you don't expect anything in return. Yeah. That's like one that, of the major issues I find when I do relationship coaching, it's a major issue is people have so much expectations of their partners. Just conditional. Yeah. It's conditional love. It's expectational. I gave you, you have to give me, I did this, you need to do this. And it's like, if we can really shift the mindset in just being in flow, I want to do this for you because I love you. And I feel like doing this for you. There's no hidden agenda in the background. So February 14th, Valentine's is like one of the worst day, right? (laughs) That's the way I feel. It's like, wait, 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 I want to give you too, honey. It should be like sweetheart's day. Valentine's Day doesn't have to be flowers and I'm going to fancy dinner with you, whining and dining, canoodling with you, but it has to be together if it's, if it's so, you know, it doesn't have to be a woman kind of thing, focus on that flowers and everything. What about you? You know? Um, yeah, very true. Very, very so true. I, I like, I saw something on Facebook the other day and it said, um, happy life, happy, happy wife, happy life. And it said, no, happy team, happy dream. It's about, you know, being everybody being happy. Everybody deserves to be happy. And I I honestly have to say that's the cornerstone of the work of why I do what I do. That's my why it's in my tagline, unleash your mind, unleash your world. I just feel we all deserve happiness. We all deserve love. We all deserve wealth. We all deserve the life we want to live. So what I work on and focus on is trying to get my people, whether they're students or clients, from where they are, where they're unhappy, to where they can be, where they're happy. You know, And that's pretty much what's been my driving force. So whatever shape or form that takes, I'm open to it, whether that means I can share that as a wellness center owner, or I can share that as an author, or I can share that as a speaker. That's fine. But it's just, um, that's what I love doing. Right, right. It's very powerful what you do. And that it is so, I mean, I'm just echoing what you said too, uh, that I think it should be a common, a, a fair, <laughs> equal, equality here, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be con- Um You are the creator also of the... Um, is it energy balancing technique and yes. also emotional release technique, I believe, uh, mentorship program for the beginner, intuitive for 
some like eight month, let me see, uh, yeah. eight month program. Tell us about that. That's my signature program. That starts every January and runs till August. We meet once a month from January to August. And I have an online version for the first time this year because we had people out of the country that wanted to do my mentorship program but couldn't get here. Um, and the mentorship program I have in person, it's not just limited to Virginia. We have people that fly in from other states to take it. It's pretty, it's a really cool program. That came to me in 2012. I was woken up at three o'clock in the morning by spirit. And they said, we need people to follow their intuition, to listen to us closely because the world's about to go crazy. They predicted <laughs> the world was about to go crazy since 2012. And they said, we don't need people following blindly like, like sheeple is what I say. Yeah. We need people to right. follow their own intuition and to find out what works for them. So in 2012, I created this one weekend program. I just invited 10 ladies that were coming to my studio, you know, on a regular basis. Every month they would come to the classes, the meditations. And I said, hey, would you like to come to this? And they did. And I taught on eight topics that was meant to build your intuitive you know, your internal GPS system is what I call it. They loved it. They laughed, they cried. It was very moving. It was very emotional. And they said to me, Uma, when you run this again, because you have to run it again, you need to run it once a month, take one topic per month and run it for eight months. Um, I said, okay. So in 2000, uh, when was it? 2010, I ran it again. Then they said, we want homework. We want homework every month. I said, okay. <laughs> and then it just grew it grew because of the students, because the students would tell me, we want to close Facebook group. We want to stay in touch with each other. We want a graduation, you know, and it just grew. So now it started with 10 women in uh, 2000 and when was that? 2009, 2010, yeah. so 2012 okay. started. Yeah, it started in 2012 because 2009 was my start date. I'm like, I'm getting mixed up on my dates. 2010, it started, 2012, it started but only 10 women over a weekend. Now it is over 50 people uh, running eight months. Really? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'm really blessed by it. It's meant to help people find their path, their purpose in life without me telling them. I'm not a strong believer. I'm not that psychic that will tell you who you're meant to be or what you're meant to do. Now I do do a soul plan reading and the soul plan reading is I email it to people. I ask for your birth date details. It combines astrology and numerology and um, a little bit of you know tarot and what i do is, is i kind of i find out why you were born because i believe everybody was born for a reason you know you Absolutely. didn't i didn't you know i didn't just randomly get born on january 19 1978 there was a reason why i was born on that date at 402 a.m in london england you know what i mean like I, there was a reason so i like to find out like why according to astrology and numerology, you were born with those particular dates. And then I would write back and tell people, I would never say, oh, you know, Nikki, you're a life pat seven, you have to be blah, blah, blah. I would say something like, Nikki, you're a life pat seven. What this means is blah, blah, blah. You would be better geared to, you know, um, careers such as blah, 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 right? Because at the end of the day, everybody has free will and everybody has a choice to do or be what they want to do or be. But right. the intuitive mentorship program is really just geared to help people find that inner voice and to find what makes them tick, what makes them passionate. As you can tell, I'm a very passionate person and <laughs> I want everybody to live their life with passion, right? And, and the guide, you know, you're guiding them to, to, to say, hey, this is your, 
uh, right to uh, consult with them and to guide them. Not necessarily, this is exactly what you have to do. Exactly, right. Oh yeah, I'm very protective of my of my little uh, my little community, my little tribe. So I sign on for the next eight months to be their mentor. I'm available. You know, they can call me for questions. I interpret dreams. It's like you know, anything goes in that mentorship program. It's not just the class. It's the continuous you know evol evolution of the person. And I'm right there with them, holding their hand while they do it. So. Now uh, through this process with a lot of women, I am assuming that uh, most of your clients are women. Yes. And it's interesting. They come to me at a certain age range. I tend to get mostly women that are in their late thirties to early fifties. And okay. you know, when yeah, they, I imagine that, yeah. yeah, they come to me um, at the time when they start awakening. And that's why I wrote the book called living the awakened life, because it's about we all, we all reach this point in our lives when we've got the husband, the kids, the dream job, the dream house, or maybe we don't even have the dream relationship or dream job or dream house, but we've gotten the things we feel we need to get. And then after all of that, we start to turn inwards and say, why am I here? Who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. yeah. Asking that, 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 those questions, right? Um, some of those things that I also observed and then uh, had learned from a lot of women that I, I've, you know, I've been, I've been really surrounded by is that they share with me, you know, it is so true. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, that since youth, basically with all of the circumstances that we have gone through, you know, differently, obviously different journeys, um, that there are some certain conditions that we, you know, certain things that we have been conditioned to, to think like whether that is support system from our parents, our schooling, our, uh, you know, academically, correct me if I'm wrong, society, what yeah. we read, what, so we come into that, those terms, not knowing that, hey, that's not who I want to be, uh, but that's what, you know, what everybody is expecting me to be, right? Maybe those are the conditions um, that had been long, had been to our brain, so those are the, the circumstances are different, obviously vary with everybody individually, but the, the age group that you're talking to, I mean, it's spot on, I believe, because that's 30, 40, 50s. That's when we arrive and go, oh, I don't think this is where I want to be because I'm not happy, let's say, right? Yeah. I'm not happy with the relationship. I'm not happy with the career. I'm not happy where who I am today. And they start going through another cycle of finding themselves as as so to speak, <laughs> right? That, that's true. And I can't leave men out because I've had men come through my mentorship program too. You know, what I like to say to my clients and my students is from the minute you were born, the very first minute you were born, it has already been decided your name, your gender, your sex, your religion, your ethnicity, your nationality, your socioeconomic status, everything has already been decided for you. And then we spend the rest of the next 20 years living up to those expectations. And then after a while, you start to do the unlearning or the deprogramming is what I call it, where you start to realize, I don't want to be this person. I want to be who I want to be. And then you're like, well, who is, who is that person? And then that's where I come in. And that's when I say I tend to find people come to me in their late 30s early 50s, that doesn't mean to say people can't come to me in their 20s or 60s, they do. But the majority of people tend to have this awakening moment, like, what, what am I, you know, because we have these titles, mother, father, brother, sister, daughter, son, uncle, aunt, niece, nephew, and then we just live within these titles. So 
a lot of the work that I focus on is deprogramming, getting people to unlearn all the bad habits, I call it, and relearn the good habits. And what the good habits are, are just what works for you. It really, I don't have a set protocol and say, well, here's a good habit, right? Um, it's not that because you can't even, and, and I, I really operate from a place of flow because you can't even tell people, well, you need to go to bed at 10 p.m. and wake at 7 a.m. That's not true because if you learn Ayurveda, right, and you learn Vedic sciences, certain people are night owls. It's proven scientifically and certain people are more people. So I try to through all those blocks that people have. Oh, I need to be in bed at 10 p.m. But what if you're a night owl and you love staying up till 2 a.m., you sleep until 11 and you're fine, right? So it's about- I know, I'm a early person. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, ooh, I'm an early person too. I keep knocking this book over. I'm, a, I'm an early person too. But at the same time, it's like, it's hard when people try to fit molds they're not created for. So- Exactly. That's what living in purpose and passion is all about, right? It is. And I, I, I love the shock factor. I love to work with people and do the shock factor. So a lot of times when I'm working with my clients, they'll hear me say, okay, what's wrong with you? And they'll say, what? Say that, Uma, what's wrong with you? And they're like, well, what do you mean what's wrong with me? I'm like, why are you here? Like, what's wrong with you? What, what have people told you that's wrong with you? And then they say, oh, okay, um, I'm too fat. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. And I say, okay, let's find ways to celebrate the wrongness of you. Because really- So those are the pains you're talking about, right? Some of the pains that they've been hiding, some of the pains that they're already carrying out in their bodies, you know, mentally, emotionally. Yeah, the restrictions. Like, you know, when, if somebody says to me, I'm too fat, and I would say, okay, well, who, who told you that? Do you feel you're too fat? Well, I can lose a little bit of weight. Okay, but how do you feel in your body? I feel quite comfortable with it. Okay, let's celebrate that, right? It's oh, about- Exactly, that's exactly. Yeah. So- <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, well, time. Yeah, we have that emotional connection, you know? Um, what I'm saying is that, that, that there's a lot of stigma out there too. And I, I talk a lot about this in my other podcasts as well. Uh, social media, for example, uh, images and expectation from society, you know, who you are should be, I should say, or, you know, you should do or act or say a certain, certain way, you know, in society. Society expects that. Um, and then, you know, then now healers such as yourself, I mean, you know, this is something that you, you guide us. And then you say, no, you don't have to be that way. You got to have to find yourself because everything is already inside you. You know, you could you know, finding yourself because you already have that, you know, feel and celebrate all of the positive um, things that you already have, which is yourself, your heart, um, because we've been conditioned to think and to think that way inside us, right? One of the biggest things I think is the biggest takeaway from my clients is understanding that what people say, it's just a perspective. It's not truth. Opinion. It's just an opinion. And when you start to see it for what it is, that someone has this opinion of you, I don't get hurt anymore. I used to get hurt in the beginning when, you know, you would have people that come to your studio that don't like what you do or don't appreciate your work. And they would be very vocal about it, either to you or to other people and have their opinions. And it used to hurt me a lot in the beginning because I had such clear intentions about what I was doing. But then after a while, I just stopped getting hurt by it and started seeing the pain within the person. And I'm like, where are you energetically, spiritually, emotionally that you feel the need to 
do this or feel the need to say this or not understand where I'm coming from. And then I would just let it be. Yeah, everybody has a perspective, but that's just it. It's not truth, right? And truth is subjective. That means it differs person to person. For one person, gay marriage might be wrong. For another person, gay marriage is right. Are they both wrong or right? They're both right. Because according to their perspective and their lifestyle and their belief system, right? That's their truth. Right. So that's I really, truth. I, I, I really talk a lot about this topic because I feel we're, we're having unnecessary wars. We're having unnecessary strife and drama and struggle. We don't need to. If we could learn to just be that person where I can say, let's say you say something, Nikki, and I don't agree with it. I can just say, okay, that's an interesting perspective. I can appreciate that, you know? How much better can we be as a community and as a whole if we just learn to accept people and their judgments, their perceptions, their beliefs without the, the need to defend or to interact with exactly. them? Exactly. Interaction and the way we respond this this challenges, this issue that becomes an epidemic now, you know, opinion this and opinion that, and social media is certainly not helping us in that way too. No. All of these platforms, anything. I want to go back again to your book. Um, now, when did you write the book? And also, um, how can we get one copy? Is it already available in Amazon? Yeah, it's available in Amazon. It's published through Balboa Press Publishing. So on their website, um, on Amazon, I believe it's on Kindle as well. I wrote this book back in, gosh, 2012, 2013. I can't remember, but here's the funny thing. Uh, I woke up again at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I got to talk to spirit about these early wake up calls. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and I got, I the, <laughs> yeah, it was like early wake up call. And I got this message. Okay. It's time to write a book. And I said, sure. Now before that, because there's a lot of people who want to be authors and whatnot. And here's what I'm going to tell you about my process. I don't tend to jump on the first sign. So I've had a lot of people over the years tell me you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And then I would have my clients who would come for sessions and they would say, gosh, I just wish you would write a book because you always give me so much great information and I forget about it when I walk out of here. You should really just need to write a book. So for years, I was being told to write a book, but it wasn't the time. Do you understand? It's in the flow. You got to be in the flow. Apparently, my flow was about 2013, waking up at three o'clock in the morning. I woke up and wrote the whole outline of this book from 3 a.m. to 11 a.m., the book was done. I wrote, I just sat there and I wrote, and that's about being in the flow. And then it took me another two weeks to put it together, move it around, edit it, whatnot. The book was done. It sat on my shelf for a year because of the nerves, the fear, because I, there's a lot of vulnerability in this book about me, about my beginnings, about how this started for me. And I was like, I don't know if I want to put this out there, but I said, you know what? I'm going to put it out there. And I, I finally published it and had it out there by 2014. I'm fudging on the dates. It's either 2013 yeah. or 2014. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's incredible. I mean, from an, an author myself too, I mean, that's too few hours to do the framework, the outline, because that's how you should be doing it, you know, the outline of the book. And then you finish it within, what, two weeks, you said, less than a month for the whole manuscript. And then, but you put it back in the shelf and say, I don't know about, about publishing this. Now, what took you, what, what made you decide finally uh, in your bottom, bottom, bottom heart and say, is it something that this, this could be important to some woman out there that maybe perhaps reading this book that can help them, benefit them? Is there anything else? I mean, is that something that really, really drive you to say, okay, I'm going to publish this? Because it took me a long time too to publish my book. 
it was good enough for me that I wrote a book because I always wanted to write a book. I'm a writer. If you read my blogs, if you read my inspirational posts on Facebook, I, I love to write. I'm a writer at heart. And I always wanted to write a book. I wrote the book. So I felt complete within myself. I felt rewarded for that. But then when you read the introduction of the book, it says in there, if I can touch at least one person with this information, if, one, if I can change one life, then this whole process of writing a book was well worth it. And you know how spirit is good? Let me tell you how good spirit is. I, I finally decided to publish the book with that in mind. If I could touch one person, I am a published author. I am successful by my own right. That's all I needed. I got the validation exactly. time and time and time again. People would write, they would leave comments, reviews on Amazon, whatnot. Uma, I feel like you wrote this book just for me. I felt, but the best thing was my very, very first comment came all the way from England, from a woman in England who bought my book on Amazon and wrote me, because I have my email address in there. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, write me. And she said, I feel like you wrote this book for me. And you said in the opening, if you touch one person, you did well. Well, you touched me. This book was for me. So that was my validation. It's, it's from right. It's your personal um, uh, you know, message to a person. And it makes you validate it that say, okay, this is, this is why, the reason why I wrote the book. What are your personal advices to, uh, to other women out there in regards to the journey of success and you know, following the passion that become uh, obviously the purpose in your life? What are some personal advices out there? Um, take the time to really find out who you are and what your platform is, what your message is. A lot of times I get people who come into my studio, they get moved by my energy, by my passion, by my excitement, by what I do. And they take my classes and then they copy them and then they go out there like within a month or two and then they start calling themselves healers, psychics, teachers, whatever. Uh, I don't say anything. I'm just kind of like, you know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. That's great. But within a year, they burn out because that's not their path. You see, this is my path. And the reason why it looks good and it feels good is because it's me. It was meant for me. It's original. It's authentic. It's, it's authentic. You. Yeah, it's me. I get so many people that copy my work, copy me, copy my style, copy like down to even the words I use. And I keep telling them, you can do that if you want, but it's not going to be soul satisfying. So for women out there who are watching this, I would say take the time, invest in finding out who you are. I tend to work with people for months before I, they enroll in my mentorship program, or I send them to my partner, Rob, who is my twin flame, and he owns the Healing Frequency out here in Virginia. He works with helping people get their breakthroughs and their transformation. So we tend to work with them before they enter in mentorship because I say, get to really know who you are. Um, the other thing that I have to say to women is be in the flow. Don't force anything. If you have to force it, it may not be for you. That may be more coming from your ego that you want this thing because you want this thing. But really try to have some sort of connection to the spiritual realms, whether that is God or the universe or the angels or spirit guides, but have a connection and ask every day, how can I serve? What can I do to contribute to humanity? You start doing these things, finding out who you are, being in the flow, asking for guidance in the best way you can serve, you will quickly attract to you your path, your journey, and it will just all be an adventure. It'll be amazing.
Yeah, we women are just a catalyst of all of these greater, greater things in, in this planet. I say this over and over again. Yeah. Uh, we are running out of time, but before we, we go, I'd love to uh, find out how those, uh, the listeners can get in touch with you. You know, okay. um, give us all of this information. Yeah, yes. the websites and also your social media. Apparently, you're everywhere too. Like me. Everywhere. So, give us all of the Yep. Uh, the best way is the websites because you can find me on social media through the websites. I tend to have links on my websites. So I have two. It's the one about Lotus Wellness Center because it's not just me now there. I have a great team of people that I would love for you guys to meet and work with. They're all trained by me or have had some training with me. So it's just amazing the energy that we have. So that's lotuswellnesscenter.net, www.lotuswellnesscenter.net. And then if you want to know more about me, my journey, and the, the interesting things I do, then you want to find me on www.umalotusflower.com. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't know that one. Umalotusflower.com. Flower, singular, yeah. okay. Umalotusflower.com. Because on there, you'll find all my social media appearances. You'll find my blog. You'll find, um, I do daily readings for free, daily tarot readings for free on YouTube. So you'll find all the information about my YouTube, my Facebook, my Instagram on there. Um, yeah, you'll find it all there. That's exciting. Okay. So you are um, basically have the lotuswellnesscenter.net. That's the website for the Lotus Wellness Center. And then your personal website would be umalotusflower.com. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then your books, your book. The, yes. Uh, the one, show us that one. <laughs> yeah, this, you can get the link off of, um, you can get the link off of umalotusflower.com. I also have written some Reiki books. For my Reiki classes, because I teach Reiki 1, 2, and 3, so I have Reiki 1 and 2 published also on Amazon, and I actually have an ebook out. It's called um, Psychic, oh gosh, <laughs> uh, Living Psychically, I forgot, I, like I, I totally forgot the name of my book. It's called Living it's Psychically. It's my ebook. <laughs> it's my ebook. Okay, so it's available out there, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's on umalotusflower.com. You can get the link for that. And once you click on the link, it'll take you to the shop. You buy it and it's downloadable right away. But it's five tips to living with your psychic abilities. That's awesome. So um, any other exciting plans out there? Any more books coming out that you're in the horizon next so many years? Because yeah. I know you're always moving and everything. So share with us with that one, your plans. Your Two books. Two books. Um, I'm writing stories of a psychic medium. I'm sharing the metaphysical stories, the miracles I've actually witnessed from my own eyes, the things that I've seen over the years. So that book is called that. And then I'm also writing a book called Love Redefined, A Guide to Spiritual Partnerships, because I am in a twin flame relationship. So I'm going to share about that. This book, we're actually doing retreats now on this book. It's called Living the Awakened Life Retreat. That's coming out October this year. So that's going to be really great. It's going to be an interactive, an interactive version with this book. So we're going to be talking about the chapters in this book, doing exercises, um, coming together in a retreat setting in October this year. And the last thing I have to say is um, just look out for me. I'm growing, you know, 10 years. I've been doing this for 10 years and come March 16th and 17th, if you're in the Northern Virginia area, we have the whole weekend, free classes, free healings, free sessions for everybody that whole weekend. That's us celebrating 10 years of just being a dynamic force in the community. Thank you so very much. You're Thank so beautiful inside and out. 
Thank you, Uma, for joining and sharing your inspiring story, which hope to resonate to a lot of us here. Um, I know that we're running out of time. I can look at that. Um, you know what? Yeah, we, we are the catalyst to greater things in this planet, whether we know it or not. Um, thank you for sharing your story and all you do, Uma, and services you extend to many by healing processes. And continue on to your continued success, obviously. And we're going to look up to some of the updates there. And for our listeners, if you enjoy listening to this, please do post and share this podcast to everybody. Share it, like it, tweet it out, Facebook like it, you know, all of those things that you do every day. Get the word out there. It feeds your soul, feeds the soul of your friends and many others around you. See you next time on We Talk, Woman Empowerment, with our goal to bring all of us women empowering other women to break through their limiting beliefs and achieving, of course, their personal and professional goals. Healthy mind promotes healthy body. Amen. Thank you to our lovely guest, Uma. We love you to have you back again soon, obviously. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> I'll do it again. Exactly. Until then, Nikki Dare, your host, stay vigilant, stay safe, and collaboration, not competition. Love you all. God bless. Thanks, Uma. Bye. Bye. Okay, we can stay here. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes in firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming LinkedIn and her social media. Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nikkidare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nikkidare.com, for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety are available for order on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.